you all god is so good so um this past couple of weeks i have been very down um came across another situation where that super toxic commander even though i'm no longer under his authority and leadership um was still impacting me very severely at work um and i was like you know god why am i still being impacted by this why am i so hurt by this person's actions and i realized it was tied to this idea of of unworthiness and feeling like um i needed validation from him from you know my parents from people all the way back i can think back to when i was three years old and needing validation from someone or feeling like someone was going to protect me and feeling like i didn't have that so i am speaking from a place of currently sitting in the middle of the woods i decided to take myself out and just enjoy nature today and I really, really needed that. And God utilized this moment to speak to me in a way that he hasn't spoken to me before. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, and today was just this, this reminder of God keeping his promises to me. Um, and, you know, one of the the visions that I've had consistently over the past couple of years has been this place of me totally surrendering and, and establishing this altar. And I remember painting it one time where I was like in this field or this forest or this like field of flowers. And I was on my knees praying to God and had my arms outstretched. And in this vision and in this, this thing that I eventually painted to be a reflection of that, I was... I was able to essentially experience this place where I was on my knees praying, arms outstretched, and, you know, there was this, the Holy Spirit within me, like his light shining and reflecting outwardly from me and connecting with the sun in the sky, which was a reflection of like, you know, God's heavenly presence also shining and reflecting and connecting to one another. Um, and so I hope that made sense, but essentially that's the the vision that I was given. And it's crazy because I went through this past week of being super down and yesterday and today were actually the first couple of days where I felt motivated to get up and get out of bed. And I think the reason why I was so down was because when that toxic leader does what he does, um, it brought me back to this place of memory of remembering that super dark time, you know, some months ago where I was super down, had a hard time eating, had a hard time getting up in the morning, had a hard time taking care of myself. And those actions were starting to like come back in this past week. And um, like I said, yesterday and today were the first times, thank you God, where I felt really motivated to get up and like motivated to eat food and motivated to take care of myself and just take a shower and do all the simple things. Um, and I wanted to speak about my day because it was a very beautiful day and it's only like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I wanted to kind of read a reflection that I had and I had to explain the vision first so that you guys understood it before I read this. Um, but I hope that this testimony can be kind of encouraging to people. So this is April 10th, 2023. Um, Lord, the day is far from over, but I am just in awe. I'm in awe because you woke me up with joy and excitement today. I'm in awe because you connected me with spirit-filled content all day. So today, just so you guys know, I'm pausing here from the reading. I spent a lot of time um, looking at a lot of um, videos on YouTube of like podcasts with godly women or like singles and like married Christian couples and just things that were just like filling my spirit. Okay, I'm going to continue reading. And I'm in awe because you led me to Carver's Creek State Park, where where you allowed me to reach the vision that you gave me one to two years ago. I had this vision of me um, 
being in a field or forest where I'm on my knees and the sun is over me and the light from the Holy Spirit is within me and it's connected to your heavenly light from the sun. And you brought me to this park and to this trail. And I just hear you say to me in this moment, create an altar. And you brought me to a place of gratitude and prayer and reoffering myself to you. So just to explain that. So, you know, I was on this, decided to go take myself to the forest today just to walk around at this at this state park and um, decided to go on this trail I haven't been on before. Um, and I literally hear Holy Spirit speak to me, create an altar, create, create an altar. And it's crazy because um, where I'm sitting currently recording this, there's like moss on the ground. So it's like really soft for me to sit. And that's where I like created this space for God to really um, intervene and come into. I'm going to continue reading. And then you revealed to me the reminder of that vision. And I looked up to see your sun shining directly on me. And I realized your promise was transpiring exactly in this moment. And then you took it further and brought me to Matthew chapter five, verse 48, where it states, be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. And I was in awe because this is Jesus issuing his Sermon on the Mount to his disciples. And I was really like, why would Jesus of all people tell his disciples to be perfect? And it brought me to this realization of grace. Like I remember getting super mad at my dad for um, my dad and I got in an argument one time when I was younger. And I think I, I don't remember. I don't even remember what the mistake was. But I remember getting an argument with him like, gosh, dad, like you expect me to be perfect. And he straight up was like, yeah, like I expect you to be perfect. And I harbored a resentment in my heart for that situation for so long. And so me stumbling upon this verse today in this moment was very enlightening because, again, it made me like, you know, realize maybe I should give my my father grace for this one because he, he's human just like I am. and He makes mistakes, but also like really trying to dive deep into like, why would God, like Jesus tell his people to be perfect? So I'm going to continue reading. I remember getting mad at my dad for stating that I needed to be perfect. But here's Jesus telling his people to be perfect. And after reading online um, for some context, I found that perfection in this context from Jesus had to do with being whole, mature and totally righteous. And the greatest test for a human to know if they've reached that point of maturity of holiness and of righteousness is through having um, to love your enemies. And so I want to read this passage in Matthew chapter five from 43 to 48 to, to give you guys a little bit more context, because um, Jesus says this whole bit about being perfect after he talks a lot about loving your enemies. And um, so I'm going to start from 43. Matthew chapter five, verse 43, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. 44, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of, the, of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are you even... Um, excuse me, are not even the tax collectors doing that. And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Now, I want to acknowledge that um, when I read all that, I was like, wait a minute, God, I can't be perfect. You've told me I can't be perfect. I'm not perfect. And you love me in my imperfectness and my brokenness. So like, really, you know, I needed to take the time to really explore that. But again, in my in my reflection, um, I acknowledge here that the greatest test for a human being to know that they've reached this level of perfection, i.e. instead of perfection, we're going to say maturity or wholeness or righteousness is to know that they're able to really, truly love their enemies. So 
this is my reflection since this takes the most holy inward work my goal isn't to be perfect in the context of not making mistakes my goal is to be so inwardly and spiritually whole and mature and this is where you hit me lord because i of course drew from my inexperience my experience with this particular person i.e this toxic leader i'm not going to say their name um, you know, realizing that I've harbored so much bitterness and resentment, resentment and anger from that. And I couldn't accept that this was from you, but I just want to say one, thank you for giving me this, this test so young as a 25 year old woman, this lets me know that you're preparing me for, um, a level of trust, responsibility, and capacity for my great purpose. And I want to encourage someone in that because I want everybody to realize that God sends us tests and a lot of times we get really really frustrated with the test and we get really frustrated towards God because of what we're experiencing but if God is sending you a test I want to encourage you that he's sending you this test for a purpose and maybe just maybe he's allowing it to be utilized to build your capacity to build your leadership to build your character for the purpose he's giving you because he's going to give you a vision he's going to give you a dream he's going to give you a purpose but you're not just going to get to the finish line. He's got to take you through a process to get there. And a lot of times that's where those trials and tribulations come in to develop that part of you that needs to be developed to handle that purpose. And so I say too, this also lets me know that this could potentially be a pattern, which, you know, I'm very familiar with. So, um, before I fell into a lot of bad choices and bad patterns that were based on my own choices. Now it could be a pattern of development where you're more than likely going to continue putting me in humble positions of leadership, even though my skills, my capacity, my maturity, my talent, my capability may be greater. And you're going to put me in positions of humble leadership where I have to be junior to people who may not be of you or who may be harboring spirits that are not of you. And I want to um, highlight that, too, because, you know, I would always question like, God, like, why do I continue to be put in positions where I feel like I'm better than the person that's leading me? Or I feel like I have so much talent and people just see potential and they don't realize, like, if I wanted to, I could be really cocky. Like, I'm a 25 year old who's, you know, studied classical ballet, who's got all these awards, who was valedictorian, like all this stuff. And I, I, you know, have a collection of leadership experience from going to military school from sixth grade all the way through West Point and now I'm in the military so if I wanted to I could like really bucket people right but it's like God had to check that spirit of I'm putting you in positions of leadership where you have to be junior to and humble to people who might not have certain capacities that you do or, or certain capabilities that you do but I need you to learn something from this experience so I want to encourage someone that's probably in that position too where it's like you feel like you know you are qualified you know you have the resume you know that you are so capable but God continues to put you in positions of leadership where you have to serve and not only do you have to serve but you have to serve under people that might not necessarily be from God and that's hard in itself too I'm going to continue reading. They will also develop those ugly sides of me. And I just feel so clearly that the sooner I submit and accept what you're trying to do within me, the sooner I will have more peace and less anxiety, regardless of my situation. Because God, you call us to be content regardless of our situations. So that also means that you're giving me opportunities to love my enemies. And the sooner I recognize that and make peace in it, the better it will be for me. Lord, you are so good in that beautiful way. Thank you for being patient with me um, 
through time as you've helped me reach this revelation. And so I really, 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 really just wanted to share my experience today in context of, you know, my past dealing with this toxic leader and how it's continued to come up and how it's continued to, you know, shape my feeling of unworthiness and shape this like feeling like within me of like, God, why do you keep putting me in situations where I have leaders which I don't respect or leaders that are harmful or leaders that um, don't harbor you. And what it's really been doing this whole time is developing this understanding of who I am in Christ and my worthiness in Christ and how it's not attached. My worthiness is not attached to other people. I don't need validation from other people. I don't need to prove myself to other people. I don't need to do anything to please other people. And in fact, by me being the person who God's called me to be and eventually coming to the place where I can love this person and pray for this person who's harmed me in this way, it is also helping that person reach Christ, right? Because at the end of the day, if I'm being led by someone who is not in a position where they love Jesus, but I do, and I have to live under their leadership, um, then all that's doing for them is giving them the ability to see me and see my actions and love Christ through me. So I just want to encourage all of you in that moment. And I want to take the opportunity to really pray for you. So Lord, I lift up anybody under the sound of my voice who is probably experiencing this situation, who's probably experiencing a point in their lives, which they just don't know what they're doing. They don't know who it is that they're coming across. They don't know what it is that they're experiencing. They don't know um, why it is that they're experiencing certain things. Lord, we thank you for the trial and we thank you for the tribulation. We thank you that in that trial, you're, you're breaking something in us so that we can be closer to you. You're allowing us to experience the hard thing so that we can develop certain character traits that are making us better for our purpose. We thank you, Lord, that in that you are also developing the people that see that. We thank you, Lord, that in that you're also developing the traits in the other people that aren't of you. You're developing an opportunity for them to connect with you, for them to grow with you, for them to see a reflection of you in us. And that is so hard, Lord. So I pray that in that moment, you give us the strength, give us the capacity, give us the ability to run to you at all times when we're hurt by the people around us, when we're hurt by our enemies, when we're hurt by the people that you've sent in our lives um, as a test, as a trial, as, you know, a, a difficult situation that you're, you're developing our character through. And so, Lord, I lift all of your people up under your name. In your name, I pray. Amen.